This is the Eat.News podcast, powered by Back of House, where we cover the biggest restaurant and food service industry headlines. This week, we're talking through the restaurant industry implications of the Supreme Court vaccine mandate decision, grocery store meal delivery, and a major restaurant lawsuit payout. It's Thursday, January 20th. I'm Claudia Sarek. In today's top story, we're following up on the implications of last week's Supreme Court decision to overturn the national vaccine mandate. For more, we go to back of house editor Matt Lynch. Hi, Matt. Welcome back. Thanks, Claudia. Good to be back. So when we spoke last week, we were still awaiting the Supreme Court's ruling on Biden's vaccine mandate. What's the latest? Yeah, so late last week, the Supreme Court issued its ruling and it was a bit of a split decision. The court upheld a provision in the mandate requiring vaccinations for healthcare workers in hospitals, nursing homes, and other facilities that receive Medicare or Medicaid funding, which is most of them. However, it rejected the broader requirement, and this is the piece that's more relevant uh, to the restaurant industry, Mm -hmm. uh, that stipulates vaccines or testing for companies employing more than 100 people. Uh, The Supreme Court ruling that the federal government did not have the authority to apply a vaccine mandate so widely. Mm hmm. So we've been hearing about this looming deadline for so long. And now that it's actually happening, what does it mean for restaurants? Yeah, well, the, the short version is this kind of puts the ball back in their court. And to be clear, this ruling from the Supreme Court does not mean a business can't choose to implement a vaccination or testing requirement for its employees. It just means that OSHA can't instill a federal requirement that they do so. Ah. So that means if you're a restaurant that was already taking steps to comply with these guidelines, you're well within your right to continue along that path if you would like to. And you can even use the guidelines from OSHA as guidance. And we're actually seeing some of this in the industry. Uh, for example, Starbucks appears to be proceeding with a vax or test policy for its restaurants. Mm-hmm. So big picture, a lot of businesses were waiting on this federal mandate just to kind of take the decision out of their hands, if that makes sense. Yeah. So that's not going to happen, but the businesses can still proceed with whatever policy they feel is best for their employees and customers. Okay. So then what should a business do if they're thinking about executing some kind of vaccination policy? So as I mentioned, the OSHA requirements are still there as a potential guide, though in light of the Supreme Court ruling, they're no longer relevant in terms of compliance, more just there as kind of a starting point uh, for reference. Mm-hmm. But Whatever businesses decide, it's wise to make sure all elements of this policy are in writing and reviewed by a labor attorney, as there are still specific requirements any policy needs to meet. Uh, That includes compliance with protections against discrimination outlined by Title VII and the Americans with Disabilities Act. Big picture, it's basically up to owners to determine what's best for their business in terms of creating a safe work environment. But whatever path they choose will no longer include the need to comply with the exact details of any federal vaccine guidance. Awesome. Thanks as always, Matt. Appreciate the update. Yeah, thank you, Claudia. In other news, food costs are rising everywhere, but in-home food costs are actually climbing at a faster clip than those of dining out. The Department of Labor reports that food at home prices climbed 6.5% over the past year versus a 6% rise in the cost of dining out over that same period. 
If people begin to see dining out as more of a relative bargain, it has the potential to make restaurants look more appealing to consumers. Speaking of the competition between restaurants and grocers for dining dollars, grocery delivery app Instacart just rolled out a hub for ordering ready-made meals directly from grocery stores. Coined, you guessed it, ready meals, the new feature tees up delivery casseroles, sushi, sandwiches, and salads from supermarkets like Publix and Kroger in less than an hour. It's already available in upwards of 4,000 stores across 35 states, so expect it to move fast. That's not all that's breaking on the delivery front. And Girl Scout cookie lovers, you're going to want to tag along for this one. The squad has teamed up with DoorDash to offer, wait for it, on-demand cookie delivery. Yep, that means starting next month, certain markets can have their favorite cookies delivered to their house or for pickup at the nearest Girl Scout cookie booth. A new survey from the Independent Restaurant Coalition found that 42% of the restaurants who did not receive restaurant revitalization funding are either in danger of filing for bankruptcy or have already declared it. The survey comes as restaurant organizations are pushing for a renewal of the funds to help restaurants cope with the fallout from the ongoing pandemic, now extending into its third calendar year. In sustainability news, a Chicago ordinance goes into effect this week that bars restaurants from providing customers with single-use foodware, such as plastic dinnerware or condiment packets, unless specifically requested by the customer. Some establishments, including airport eateries and drive through establishments, are exempt from the policy, designed to cut down on single-use plastic. Perhaps stockpiles of unused condiment packets are about to vanish from refrigerators all across Chicagoland. Also on the sustainability front, there's a new player in the plant-based protein space. A six-month-old company called Plantish has unveiled its first product, a fully plant-based salmon filet meant to mimic the structure, taste, and nutritional value of the seafood staple. Exact details of how the product is made are still scant at this point, but the company plans to do a series of tastings and pop-ups this year, though nationwide rollout of the product isn't slated until 2024. Here's an expensive reminder to restaurants everywhere on the importance of food safety. A Tennessee jury has ordered Cracker Barrel to pay a man $9.4 million after the company served him a glass of chemical cleaning agent in what was intended to be a glass of water. The incident took place in 2014, and the chemical in question, a product called EcoSan, left the man with damage to his mouth and esophagus. It remains to be seen whether the entire $9.4 million will be paid out, as the state of Tennessee has caps on civil damages that may limit the final total. That's all for this week, folks. Bye-bye. <laughs>